You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we talk the World Cup. We also talk about terrorism. Sadly, that we got very serious oh, very quickly. But, <laughs> but that, you know, it, it came up, so we talked about it. Also, MLS, a hot, lot of hot games, and no explosion puns, I promise. <laughs> yeah, no, by the way, that terrorism is not what Juventus did to Barcelona. In the second segment, we talked to Alicia Rose Delgado, uh, absolutely amazing uh, Orlando Sentinel uh, reporter. She covers Orlando City. We talk about Orlando City. We talk about Orlando Pride. We talk Orlando as a city, and we talk about Jimmy John sandwiches, believe it or not. Look, everything's in there. Yeah, that and more <laughs> on this episode of the Cool Again. Hey guys, it's Juan Agadello, New England Revolutions forward and U.S. Men's National Team forward, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. What's up, guys? Cool again. The cool again. The cool again. The cool again. The cool again. Anyway, look at that. We're uh, obviously uh, we're a musical bunch. Our, our our new album's coming out. Soon. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing about us is we have so many hidden talents that people just don't know about. Very hidden. Our, our, we don't even know about. <laughs> we <it. laughs> I mean, we're discovering them as we talk to you. Right I mean, now. here we are right now <laughs> talking to you, discovering. New hidden talents. And, uh, we're uh, we're the new plies or diplo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> plies. <laughs> plies. In, I thought I wanted to say diplo first, but then pli- I had plies in my head for some reason. Plies. Plies is uh, he's a rapper, right? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. he's also a registered nurse. He's a uh, he's a <laughs> fake rapper. Oh, that's how I know him as a registered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know that boy plies. He's one of those rappers that you just cannot understand. I think he's from Nashville. Okay. That little boy plies. Yeah, like, we're, we're yeah we're also rappers and. Music producers. Yeah, that's us. That's us. Uh, that, uh, and we're also uh, comedians who host your favorite soccer podcast. That, that's right. Uh, so we... Uh, uh, we better be your favorite soccer <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know, we uh, obviously the competition is fierce out there uh, for, for comedic soccer podcasts. That cover the entire U.S. soccer. That's right. And uh, so I mean, there's us and then there's just a lot of other ones. <laughs> we don't know exactly who or what. I mean, we're not going to get into talk. We're not going to talk about our competition is what we're not going to do. You know what? I, honestly, I'll say this because I, I usually don't talk about, you know, in, in comedy, there's a lot of um, uh, jealousy. Oh, you know? bitterness. Bitterness. This happens, uh, uh, you know, in, in, especially in the world of stand-up comedy, which is relatively small. Yeah. When somebody gets something, you're like. Sour grapes. Yeah. You get a little like, oh, come on. How can, well, how can I get that opportunity? I could have done that. Why did I <laughs> yes, but uh, I'll say in in the soccer world, I generally have not really felt that. Uh, no, because uh, I'm I've been very focused on what we're doing, and I'm right. I, and and you know, and I'm you know, th- like my effort goes into just that. I don't really put the blinds. We ain't off. worried about nobody else. Exactly, we got a lot to worry about. But right I here. did. So, but Men in Blazers did have their their golden blazer thing at the at the Gramercy Theater last week. Yes, uh, and they took a picture. Uh, with the audience and it was you know sold out uh thousands mm-hmm. of you know a couple thousand people i'm not so happy you're mentioning this on our podcast no. so far <laughs> but it was the first time that i saw that and i'm like that's that's what we should be doing that we should why yeah they, wholeheartedly agree why are they running new york we should be don't running run shit i mean look <laughs> they got it unlocked right now <laughs> yeah, man. let me tell you something coming for the blazes <laughs> we're gonna get all up in your niche <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's under a little bit like yo. You, we about to get you about to get some blood on them blazers. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> we gonna run in with our with our team. 
<laughs> we run in with Damon on camera. <laughs> well, we don't want we don't want evidence of this. So no, we no, no. <laughs> I, no but I said that with bunny ears. In general, course. yeah, you know, obviously, look, whatever. Men and Blazers is there. They're, they do their thing. Yeah, they're doing big things. Yeah, and, you know, let's not let's not trip. It wasn't just like some two British guys, one guy and a journalist. You know, Rob, Roger Bennett is like a media mogul. People don't even know about. No, the no, Michael guy, Davies. No, no, no. Roger Bennett also. He's really? got he's got his hand in a bunch of stuff. Okay. People don't even know about that. <laughs> All I, right. I secretly think he comes from family money. If I'm being honest, <laughs> little men and blazers conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, uh huh. No, this is all this is all true. You just gotta Google. You gotta go to the deep web for this stuff. And then, of course, you gotta hide your IP address. Yeah, yeah, right. You gotta get yourself. You gotta download Tor. And then uh, that's actually just T O U R. Uh, it's, it's a whole different thing. Um, I just don't want to be put on a list for even saying that. Uh, and then you obviously the other dude you know is a TV producer Michael Davies. So they got yo they have so much money behind them. Yeah they do. Yeah they, they have a lot of support without us. Yeah when NBC is so on, what do we got? What do we got? What, what do we got? What, <laughs> what do we got? Hold on, let him hear what we got. Nothing. That's <laughs> why. That's why you heard nothing. That's why you heard nothing there. Okay. It's just us two and nobody else. We're trying to do our we got, thing. We got. We got. You're talking into a uh, a shotgun mic, a boom mic, for God's sakes. <laughs> you know, we got. We got. We shoddy equipment. You guys can hear it. Yeah. We're trying not, so hard. We're focusing the on poor, the content. The poor quality of, uh, oh, of our terrible. voices. <laughs> You're gonna hear cars honking and stuff. You don't hear that. <laughs> I mean, at least this podcast makes you laugh. You've heard theirs. Come on. So that's it. So that's where we're we're trying to get there. We're trying yeah, to get to. We're on our way there. More, you know, more people hear about it. More people uh, uh, supporting uh, soccer, supporting American soccer, and 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 finding that 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 group of people that are like minded. You know, that's it. That are into uh, to laughing. And they're into soccer, which uh, how, which you know, well, we laughing, know that's a big bubble, we, right? We didn't that's, know we didn't know how hard it was gonna be to find that Venn diagram of the, both of those people. No, I had no idea. <laughs> well, you got people laughing on one side, and you got people who like American soccer, and, and right in that really, little shady spot in the middle is the Cooligans. That's right. Right now, it's not big enough to spell out Cooligans; it just says cool in it. Like those are cool people. But we're getting there. We gotta get those Iggins in there. <laughs> Sounded it sounded dirty when I just said that. It sounded like a slur. Get all up in them Iggins. Yeah, what up, my Iggins? That's that's got to be what our fans are called. The Iggins, the, Iggins, please. It sounds a little like Higgins. But yeah, no, it's it's just it sounds like you know like '90s hip hop when they would like instead of like uh, fuck they would say oof. You know, they would just like oh, mess sure. up the words lightly. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like the N word, and someone did that to it, <laughs> which is what I was trying to get at. Yeah, we're so yeah, we're basically being uh, uh, censored by by Hot ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Hot ninety seven is, consider yourself lucky uh, that you would not have to listen to Funkmaster Flex play the first thirty seconds of a hip hop track that is just released. <laughs> For about 17 minutes before he plays the whole track. Uh, yes, uh, but you know I'm really every single every single city has a hot. Yeah, has a hot 103, 1035 or except LA. LA has like K Day. That was like their big one. Oh, okay. Remember, everyone thought that Asian guy was black, and then they found out he was Asian because he did a, a, a spot on the Moesha show, and everyone freaked out. Anyone else? Why? Oh, focusing on this why, stuff. Is it, is it because anytime an American person sees an Asian, they lose their mind? They lose their <laughs> mind because they're like, he knows kung fu. No, it was. Remember, there was all the tension after the riots over there. Koreans tension, tension after riots. Uh, what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> you that, that's a coming together moment, is it not? A riot, Whoa. a good old school riot. <laughs> but but good thing we had the OJ trot to bring everybody back oh, together. Oh, everyone <laughs> right 
right back together <laughs> in our mutual hate slash love of OJ Simpson. Um, so thank you guys for listening again. So look, we're we're, we're just we're, we started off the show complaining about opportunities we're not getting, but let's focus but, but, on let's, the ones we are getting. We are getting, and, yeah. and we mentioned this last week at the end of the show, but we just want to start up top. NY Fest, New York Fest. Uh, it is a part of the Tribeca Film Festival. The, so it's a, it's a, it coincides with the Tribeca Film Festival, which is a very popular music uh, movie festival in uh, in New York City. Started after 9-11 to bring back Doesn't a bit more creativity Ro- to that. Uh, Bobby De Niro. Yeah, is Bob a, De Niro, uh, as they said in the meeting we went to. That's right. He. Uh, that's he, how much they know him. They call him Bob. <laughs> I would never call him the, Bob. The nerve, yeah. <laughs> Just Mr. De Niro. Yeah, you got to be invited to his yacht to call him Bob. <laughs> but uh, he's obviously one of the uh, organ organizers of the, the Tribeca Film Festival and we're this uh, is his baby this is uh so yeah we're sort of his babies we're, we're a little we're now de, one of the babies we're little, one of little, little baby De Niro's little, little De Niro babies little, little money yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're gonna be hosting the event NY Fest which is a, a you know coincides with the film festival and it's a it's basically a soccer festival at Brooklyn Bridge Park it is uh April 23rd uh we're gonna be there from 8 in the morning till 5 p.m. Uh, we're going to be making jokes. We're going to, you know. Uh, this- yeah, there's going to be a bunch of cool uh, matches going on, a bunch of cool stuff going on. There's going to be a DJ. It's for the whole family. Giveaways. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff. You know, comedy. Can I not swear the entire time? That's going to be That's going to be the challenging part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you, so make sure you just, uh, you know, uh, ixnay on the Iggins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, we're bringing the Iggins all out. It's going to be Iggins everywhere. <laughs> all my Iggins are going to be everywhere. So, uh, uh, but uh, there's a lot of big uh, matches there. Obviously, the the... New York Police Department and Fire Department, they have a, a charity game. Uh, there's also uh, Comedy Central is going to be there with it. Daily Show is going to be yeah, there. Yeah, there's going to be celebrities Col- there. Colbert has a team. Uh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah played in it last year, so he should be he there. He should be there this year. This year. So uh, we're going to be interviewing all these people. Uh, we're gonna. It's going to be great. So Yeah, we're going to be trying to entertain you the entire time. So come out to Brooklyn Bridge Park Pier 5. Starts at 8 a.m. Yeah. And it's going to last till what, like 5 or 7? So, so, until about 5 p.m. 5 so, p.m. Any, so we're putting in a full day work for the first time in a very long time <laughs> so this is uh and here's another thing i'll be coming back from a, 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 a gig a gig yeah basically at the last at the end of new jersey i'll be all the way down in cape may it's a three hour drive yeah so what will i look like after about two <laughs> hours of being there he's gonna watch uh, alexis destroy the cool <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna be like jet lagged even though i didn't get on a plane it's gonna be amazing uh, but it's gonna be can i do it it's gonna be cool so we're gonna be there the entire day come out to brooklyn bridge park and hang out with us talk to us uh, uh and it'll be yeah, a lot want to meet you guys yeah we would love to meet you guys. So you can come uh, come up to us. We'll give you some stickers. Oh, we're gonna have stickers, hugs, kisses. Well, okay, uh, uh, I'm gonna stay away from all that because there's <laughs> gonna be kids there, and I know exactly what I look like. <laughs> I look like everyone in that photo. They tell you to stay away from. So, uh, so it's gonna be great. So that's uh, that's uh, the, the thing we're looking forward to. Uh, so it, it would be. Uh, in honor, if you guys yeah. uh, came uh, out and supported. And if you want any more general information about it, uh, just go to NYFest. I believe it's .org or just Google NYFest. Uh, uh, N-Y-F-E-S-T. NYFest.org. Yes. Yeah, that's right. NYFest.org. Uh, check it out. It's it's a really cool thing. Uh, they do all of the money that uh, that comes into this thing goes to charity. Uh, you guys don't have to donate anything. Just show up and hang out and have a great time. Also, it's all for you guys. Also, if you do go to NYFest.org, there's an opportunity to, if you want to volunteer... 
Uh, which would be huge. Which would be huge. They, they would appreciate, obviously. Uh, you want to get me coffee every 30 minutes? <laughs> Come on. No, but you can, you can uh, volunteer for NY Fest itself and you can help them out, uh, set some stuff up. And you can get to meet a lot of people in film. There's, there's literally people uh, in entertainment, in yeah. film. Uh, there's a lot of like big people that are actually there. So if, if you're. Yeah, the people taking charge of this thing are very important people in the film industry. So exactly. If you uh, have any desire to work in that industry, whether it's in front or behind the camera, or in an office, come to this and volunteer. I agree. You're going to get a lot. You're going to get to shake a lot of very important hands. So do that. So go to nyfest.org and check that out. It's going to be a great day. Now on to footy. That's uh, right. Things have happened. A lot of stuff. Stuff's happening today, actually. Yeah, it's, it's been a Yeah, we're recording this on Tuesday. On so Tuesday, April yesterday. 11th. Yeah, so you're hearing this on the 12th. Uh, I mean, the first news that we have to uh, address is uh, Borussia Dortmund. They they had a, a match scheduled against Monaco. Shit's popping out there. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like... Legitimately. The, the street is hot right now. Yeah, for but. real, for real. <laughs> like, maybe a little too hot. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, just straightforward. I mean, a, a, a bomb exploded near... Well, three explosives. Three explosives uh, next to the, the Borussia Dortmund team bus. On the- At first, they said it was serious explosives. They don't think it was that. Uh, no one passed away. Let's start there. No one's dead. The only injury is a very minor injury to Bartra, which is one of the defenders mm-hmm. um, who actually was uh, sent to the hospital. He was already released. Uh, so the match is going to take place tomorrow. Let's start there. No one's injured. Yeah. So the most important question out of all this, and I think this needs to be said, um, or not even a question, just a statement, you know, uh, we, you know, from our family to everyone out there, Kristen Pulisic is okay. That's yeah, the most important that's a, thing. <laughs> that's literally, yeah, yeah. We were just immediately like, well, um, little baby, little yeah. baby Pulisic, where's... <laughs> yeah. Do we need to swaddle him? <laughs> How is Pulisic right now? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, America just gasps. And oh, my God. Yeah. I mean... I became Pulisic to my stomach thinking about <laughs> what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> you hate the fact that you're laughing at I hate that. it. I hate it so much. I hate it because I also have a, a, a sense of, uh, you know... Know, just just morals and i'm like oh this feels bad to joke about but also it was a pretty funny pun <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the director's cut of what's going on I'm in your letting head. you guys know who i am as a yes. person i'm bringing you in that i'm the real one that's what christian is saying yeah you know there has to be some you know barometer of decency yeah. and that's what what i'm here for yeah well i'll i'll swing on the other side of the fence how's that sound so uh look i'm glad you know, nothing's no serious injuries, but obviously this is they they postponed the game for six forty five Wednesday. So today, when you're listening to this, uh, but how can psychologically, how do you tough play a match after go started kind of going through this when you know and look, who, who, how do you ever get back on the bus? There were there were a couple of quotes from uh, uh, Thomas Tuchel, right, the the manager for Borussia Dortmund. Who and that's his main concern, like psychologically, how this team going to go through this? Because what what the inside of that bus must have been like? I mean, yeah, they said that those images will never get out of your head, and I I can't imagine. I mean, why are they even doing interviews? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's just it's just really scary. Go home, be with your families, dude. Uh, just more more stupidity. I mean, yeah. all this is in Europe is just like so just and insane. We joked about Kristen Pulisic, but could you imagine his family that's not there with him? Correct. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got siblings. He's got a mother that's that's in Pennsylvania. 
They must have been. Yeah, as us. We were I mean, we about haven't it. heard. We have been the other text. You know, I mean, I'm saying <laughs> we've been mad at we've been mad at uh, Dax this whole time. Pulisic <laughs> uh, about to get on that list. You better call home. Uh, you know, so I think it's. I'm happy that no one got injured. And you know, you think about this all the time. You think about like, what if something like this happened to? You know, we we see these guys play, and to us, they're entertainment, but they're human beings. You know what I mean? And you know, like the Chapacoenza thing, and and, yeah. and now this, you get these uh, moments of sort of clarity. You know what I mean? That you know, maybe maybe there's some more important things going on, and also, you know, they have to be taken care of, just like everyone else needs to be. They're not any more important than anyone else. But at the same time, I mean, that must make it very hard. Imagine, uh, you know, like something went off on the car you take to work or in the lobby of the building you work in. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be very hard for you to walk through that building. So. Again, I'm you know, I think everyone has been sending out like really nice messages and whatnot of support. And I think that, you know, hopefully that that calms things down and they they're very safe uh, to the match tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all we, you know, anyone can hope. And that's for. the sentimentals I'll get. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> right back to Yo, joking about it. Bro, you're going to regret showing that kind of weakness. Yeah, for real. I'm already <laughs> upset about it. I'm not going to lie. In fact, I don't know who that guy was. Some bitch just grabbed my mic. <laughs> no. uh, so look, in I, fact, we, we know the bus is on fire. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was, that was ridiculous. Yeah, it went, it went a little too far there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but look, uh, yeah, so glad that yeah, everyone's okay and they'll be fine and and look hopefully look at how how cool of a story will it be if they win tomorrow yeah you know, and they and they play very well and it has you know and maybe this uh, brings them all together to play even better uh but yeah. hopefully that's the story oh geez sorry guys exactly really so, jumped on that mic there but uh, hopefully that's the story so, speaking of another explosive uh you know topic <laughs> sorry barcelona <laughs> is down three nil you, you, you are the worst at this there's no other <laughs> you're, you're, you're like those the local news reporters that have to go from uh uh seven murdered in uh in a, like uh, puppy dogs to playing <laughs> in, the, in the park yeah oh and now oh, there's some better news yeah. uh, <laughs> listen no Just, one no one comes to this podcast for sentiment okay you exactly. come here for one specific reason and that's for me to be an idiot and, and boy have you gotten it okay uh yeah so uh, the other champions league match was yeah. which was scheduled at the same exact time yeah, three explosives one up in camp no no what did they play they played in juventus, in juventus. <laughs> oh, so my, stupid. oh my god one explosive called dibala <laughs> two explosives called dibala one called Giolini. oh god this is way too soon uh, yes uh, <laughs> i'm not even gonna ask if it's too soon I already know. Juventus <laughs> clearly brought out the heavy artillery. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming to the dark side. Ah, um, again, only because no one was injured. No okay. one. Yeah. We're, it's if Pulisic lost a hair, we wouldn't be making these jokes. Correct. We'd uh, be on a flight to Dortmund. So, uh, yes, Juventus did lose to, to uh, uh, I mean, Juventus Barcelona, Barcelona did lose to Juventus. So you think the they're going to you think they're going to come back from this deficit? What, in the 66 minute of the second leg? Uh, or? Yeah, I, 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 I believe we'll have a probably 13 to four aggregate yeah. Barcelona win. Uh, Cavani still scores a goal against them. <laughs> <laughs> they still, yeah. The uh, Barcelona will figure this out. This is nothing to even be scared no. about. Look, after after the, the 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 two legs against PSG, this is not th- a three nil. That's like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, that's one for every one of their world class forwards. <laughs> yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, so, I mean, the D- was. Uh, we watched a couple, a little, a few minutes of the game. Uh, the obviously, he's the yeah. next Messi. He's basically. diabolical. 
Okay, okay. Now I have to stop. I got to be honest, really proud of that. You one. know what? Now it's getting offensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now people in Dorman are upset. <laughs> like, we were okay with everything. They were like, jeez, the joke's about what happened to us. I mean, that's one thing, but that <laughs> diabolical. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, again, Barcelona's going to probably... Barcelona's probably going to win this, you know. Yeah, no, they're probably... I think you're right. They're going to win by, like, 5-3, you know, is the final. Uh, so, let's... Uh, a couple other things before we get into uh, the, the, the bulk of the show, the MLS yeah. stuff. I will say, though, before we move on, I, the worst part about this uh, Barca thing, and this isn't a joke, it's just how... You know, you have to put up with Juventus fans already. Imagine they win, just how unbearable they're going to be. Uh, uh, I, I guess I I don't think I've experienced this. This the Juventus. Oh God, you don't talk to enough Italian people. Uh, Juventus is like you know that's the 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 you know the I guess the PSG of Syria. They have all the best players. Yeah, it, I know that, but I I just I've never been annoyed by a Juventus fan. Oh man, their fans are unbearable. And if you bring up the fact that they you know they were found out to be paying the the refs. Oh yeah, you know for points. You bring that up. I mean, it's like oh why are you bringing that up? I don't know because it happened. That you was know? that was like. Like six, seven, eight weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, Come you, on. why are you bringing up old stuff? Yeah. I, what is that? The seventies? You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So. Uh, all right. So, so if they beat Barcelona, they're going to walk around as if they're better than Barcelona. And after having given up, you know, uh, Paul Pogba. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Uh, all right. But the rumor is Barcelona wants to buy Dybala. Yes, I have heard that. So this might uh, be an inspiration for them to do so. All right. Uh, yeah. Just so they can not lose next year. That's it. Uh Loan him out to Arsenal. Uh, the one other thing, uh, the World Cup, Alexis. Uh, the U.S. is kind of getting the World Cup. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> We've uh, increased our odds. That's right. So the, the U.S. Uh, uh, has uh, done a, a joint bid with uh, Canada and Mexico to basically uh, get the World Cup in North America. Right. So it's going to be the North America bid. Mm -hmm. um, the big issue was the question of whether this means that all three nations i guess qualify and i think they've said they've kind of figured out part of the presentation was how that would work and i think because it's increased to 48 uh teams this is something that they, they sort of can allow yeah um which I, is great for canada that means they qualify right you know they weren't going to qualify otherwise yeah i think well with 48 teams they have a much better chance right uh but paraguay says they're willing to go at it with granada <laughs> and, i say the world cup should just be it should be a let's just do a 48 team bid uh, for the, yeah, let's the do it. Everybody hosts. Everybody hosts. The final middle of the, of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> we'll just figure it out. That That's garbage right. thing, you know that thing where all the plastic is floating? Build yeah. a stadium out there. Right Qatar there. says they have the technology to do it already. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so it's going to be exciting. Obviously, this I think this puts the U.S. Uh, you know, and Canada and Mexico for the lead uh, to to hopefully imagine they still don't get the imagine FIFA is still that corrupt well, in in a decade yeah. that they still they will be <laughs> they will be just as corrupt they still it, but you know what scares it goes, me the world cup 2026 in siberia yeah. <laughs> ooh yeah. have you always wanted to watch a soccer game in antarctica <laughs> well now's your chance <laughs> it's going to be incredible oh it's going to be the worst i think honestly what what might happen is now that we sort of you know, like when somebody like does something first, there's a better thing that pops up next. Sometimes like mm -hmm. other people get the idea and they redo it. I think one thing that could do that the way is, the men in blazers and then cool against came out. After yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> well, we're doing it much we're better. better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to hear English accents and be bored through an entire interview, we could do that. Uh, uh, I think uh, GB, I think Great Britain could do the same thing. Wales, 
Scotland. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I think they could do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. And they have, I think they have the, um, they don't have the big stadiums like we have, but I think they have the capability to handle 48. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, or Spain, Portugal. For, uh, yeah, almost 48 teams seems like, it, it, this, 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 now there's a there's a fewer amount of countries that could actually do this on their own. Right. This is helping us out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So imagine I, how many slaves would die if Qatar had to do 48 teams. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, the, the, yes. The, the, the loss of life would be insulting. The slavery yeah, yeah, we would understand. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> well, you want the slaves to be alive. That's how they stay remain slaves. I'm speaking on behalf of Qatar here. This isn't my own personal beliefs. This is what the Qataris are thinking. Like we can't have the slaves dying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 that is kind of interesting. It, it almost suggests that, uh, now having a 48-team World Cup will uh, rem- maybe minimize the corruption. Do you think that's safe to say? Because I don't think just because so. it's harder to uh, with with a with smaller countries, it's it's a little easier to to rig everything. But now uh, with with logistics and and things like that, there's only there's a fewer amount of countries that could actually do this. Yeah, but if you can go at it with other countries, then you could do like the entire Middle East, or you can do you know oh, okay. like big chunks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. Like like Spain can handle it. Spain Portugal would be an incredible one. You know that would help out Portugal. Portugal is never going to get a World Cup bid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So this is an opportunity. So I feel like you'll find corruption in the sense that like neighboring countries will be paying each other to like combine. Yeah. Now now it's tag team corruption. Oh yeah. <laughs> the whole Slavic region <laughs> got a bunch of envelopes for you. Uh. So that. So yeah. So that'd be cool. Hopefully that happens. Uh. uh the the World Cup hasn't been in the U.S. since 1994. Uh, and, and look at the big bounce that, you know, the big, like, you know, sort of pickup that soccer yeah, took Yeah, MLS that. exploded after that. It became something after yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, which was great that FIFA said you have to have your own league, and here we are today. But imagine, just imagine what those, the, the kids in that generation, like, like I was a, a, a young, young, maybe not even born yet in 1994, to be completely honest. Yeah. And uh, I was were, very inspired. You were, you were making puns out of the womb. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom was punching her stomach, don't we get it? Um, but, like, you know, how inspired I was, and and I became a much bigger uh, soccer fan around the fanfare of leading up to the World Cup. Yeah. So uh, I can only imagine what it's going to be like for the next generation. And it's only going to help out our player development, you know, to see our young guys watching these incredible players right here in this country. All right. It's 2026. It just makes me more upset that we got to deal with, uh, you know, Russia and Qatar for the next you know, That's it. We got to get over it. It's unbelievable. Eight years. We have to just sit back and bear it for eight years. Does that remind you of anything else? <laughs> Hopefully not, actually. Hopefully. Hopefully I mean, it's only four. Yeah. For me, it's four right yeah. now. <laughs> Shocking that we're going to be worrying about Russia on two different fronts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on to MLS. Uh, hot week of matches. Finally, people people are scoring who, uh, who should have been scoring sooner uh i'm talking about sebastian Giovinco. seba seba uh but let's uh it's let's... about time <laughs> oh yeah oh boy uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long episode everybody everybody put on your seatbelts. <laughs> put on your pun hats <laughs> uh toronto let's start with uh, toronto against atlanta um obviously two teams that are kind of i'm shocked i was shocked by it dominating the eastern conference uh well, I mean, well, you know, Tor- Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta's in third after the draw. They, Tor- they drew 2-2. Toronto has not been winning many games. They've gotten a lot of draws, but they, they've looked good every game. they've not lost any, but they've drew four out of five. Exactly. That's not a, it's not a great start, but it's not the worst start. But they look, they're, the, they're the best looking team to not win more. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. And this is the thing. We talk about this all the time. The first few matches, I would say maybe the first, like, 
eight to 10 matches of the MLS season don't really matter. It's all about catching that sort of heat, you know, catching that, um, you know, you're riding that hot wave at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, if this is what they need to do to sort of, you know, kind of get their, their club together and, and feel each other out, go for it. You know, that's the other thing about Atlanta. You know, I said, I think they're going to win it all. And I still think they, they will if Joseph Martinez gets back, but they don't want to get, don't get too hot up front. You know what I mean? Don't burn yourself out in the first few weeks. Okay. It's not a balanced schedule. You know what I mean? So you're going to be going to some place. You're going to be traveling a lot. So, the, but this match ended to two, two, yeah. uh, and goals, uh, who, who we had, uh, two from Villalba from Villalba. Got, yeah. got a brace. Uh, and then we had one from jo- Jovinko, which was a great play, uh, from, uh, a great layoff from Josie Alta. Yeah. Like, a back heel almost kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. was almost like, you know, he was watching Villa the week prior. But he was like, I, I did two of those. And he's like, I think I get one yeah. at least. Uh, I, but, and that's Sebastian's first goal, which is insane. That's right. And this match, uh, in general was, was, uh, I, I think every team that plays Atlanta, now, especially seeing how hot out of the gate they were, yeah, every team is a little bit like, all right, let let me they show we up. We got to show, yeah, yeah, we, for sure. We got to put these these rookies in their place. You know, we, they talk a lot about in basketball or in, in NFL. The what are the games that you circle on your calendar? Atlanta is circled in every other locker room just because no one wants to lose four nil. You know what I mean? Of course. So the fact that they and the thing is, is that they have so many weapons up front. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Atlanta, even without Joseph Martinez, still look fine. Yeah. That's that's the thing that's almost uh, that, that's a bit scary. And he's out for another a, four weeks. Right? A couple. Yeah. I think it's almost two months that he's out. Something like that. Uh, oh, is six that true? weeks, I believe. I, I, I might be confusing his with the Kaka injury. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say Kaka, which is not. That's not injury. <laughs> well, it was a Kaka injury. I mean, you know, that's not a great injury. It's very poopy. <laughs> the fact that that made you laugh. <laughs> so, um, but you know, th- this is watching this game, especially. Look, uh, Atlanta just played. They played. Uh, you know, the MLS uh, Cup finalists. You know, the the they play Seattle and they got a draw, and they Toronto got a draw. Uh, and this match, uh, I was surprised, uh, how well they kept up defensively. I, this is the, the, the big surprise because most expansion teams, their big issue is always defense where they, yeah. they, uh, they, there's always something lacking, you know, but it's scary that Atlanta almost has no real like flaw. No, there's not a particular position where you're like, oh, this is where, they're gonna, gonna I think suffer. If, I think if they do have any uh, sort of weakness, it's what happens when one of their their main guys goes down, like Joseph Martinez. Look, Villalba is great. Uh, will he be able to carry the load all season? He's getting great service from Almirón and some of those other guys, but I don't know that that's who you'd rather have than Joseph Martinez. You know what I mean? It's you have a clear group of starters, and this is the thing about the MLS cap: you have to situate it in a way where it's very deep. Yeah. But the first season, they have a lot more uh, general allocation money, which you get a lot more because you're a rookie uh your first season expansion team and also they don't have a lot of the other cup competitions they don't have to worry about CONCACAF Champions League you know sure are they well, allowed I mean, most teams don't have to worry about that stuff it, I, just in general what they're doing as an expansion team and we see Minnesota what Atlanta has done uh as far as just the, the composure of this team is is ridiculous. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they got guards. They got guys they, that know the league a little exactly. bit. Exactly. And that's what I think the, the, their best decisions. Those those uh, players that they got in the in the expansion draft. Um, I, honestly, I think their their best leader 
uh, is Tyrone Mears. Tyrone Mears, who came from Seattle, who won, you know, won, won the, the MLS Cup. Won yeah. the MLS Cup last year. He looks, uh, he just looks incredible. He's just a guy that just knows what to do with the ball at all times. Doesn't really make any mistakes. Uh, uh, and that, and that kind, having that kind of a veteran. And don't forget Parkhurst. Sure, Parkhurst, who you know, American international, played in Europe for a very long time. So yeah, he knows what he's doing. He reminds me a lot of Jonathan they, Spector it, it, in, Orla- in they Orlando. They have they have these veterans at the back. And they have that that youth in the front. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it just it just seems like it's working very very well. Yeah. And of course, all all, all the credit goes to two people. Uh, I almost said it's not Sharondalo. Who's the dude that's um? That's in Toronto. Yeah. Who's the dude that's uh? Who's their GM? I don't know. Who their GM Come on, is. you know who their GM is. I don't know who their GM is, buddy. Uh, I look like an idiot right now. He's a former men's national team player. I cannot remember his name right now. We're looking it up. So all of you right now listening are yelling <laughs> it at the at your phones or your computer screens, wherever you're doing it, you're watching. Who is it? It is... Uh, oh, God. I don't know who it is. Let me see. Oh, uh, for, oh. F- former crew GM... No. God, we're going to cut this part out. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Bocanegra? That's it. Carlos Bocanegra, technical director. Technical director Carlos Bocanegra went out and got an incredible group of players together and Tata Martino. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those two deserve all the credit in the world. And if, you know, uh, if uh, Bocanegra wants to, you know, uh, come manage NYCFC, we would love it. I know I love Claudia Arena, but... This guy's got a this guy's got a mind uh, that yeah. really knows how to build a club, and he went out and got some players again. Almiron was supposed to go to Arsenal, you know what I mean? Yeah, Almiron. Uh, you know what's sometimes I I watch when you look at his face. I mean, I know he's what he's nineteen twenty. Yeah, he's like twenty twenty one. Uh, I mean he I mean he also looks like a baby. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a child. He looks like a child who just lost his PlayStation. He always has like a bit of a sourpuss <laughs> on his face. <laughs> he kind of he has a like that that uh, naivete smile. Yeah, like he yeah. just doesn't. Yeah, he he looks like he's like he just one of the ball kids wandered on to yeah, the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he's pretty good. <laughs> you know what? Take off that pink shirt. Yeah, yeah, put on one of ours. <laughs> Come on, kid, get out there. Uh, I mean, and he was also uh, stellar. Yeah, I, sometimes I I look at you, you know he's uh, obviously a designated player, uh, but he's also very uh, he's, he's pretty small, like he's thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very lanky. He like so like you, a thin lanky, like uh, petite for a man. You know, so I when I, I play, so I'm not comparing myself to Miguel Miron, but sometimes I I look at we have similar sort of body type, and I'm like, I, I get pushed around anytime. I know I play. the three of us. I mean, it's you know, it's, <laughs> we think about it. All the time. If you're laughing while listening to this, I hate you. <laughs> so, um, uh, I get pushed around easily, but the, he he's as a dude, he just knows how to. I mean, he knows how to play soccer. That's yeah. really all it is, and, and he's not really worried. Which about Which is where the comparison for the two of you ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh wow, he really knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it, you know, they say that like it, the lower center of gravity actually helps. You know, you got guys like Messi and even uh, you know Gonzalo Iguain, not Gonzalo, uh, Federico Iguain, mm-hmm. Federico Iguain, whatever the guy's name is over in Columbus. 
Uh, guys like that that are that are small stature, even Sebastian Javinko, they know how to use uh, their center of gravity a little better. And in a sport where you're both running in the same direction, as opposed to like American football or basketball, where you tend to be running in opposite directions, if you're both running in the same direction, that lower center of gravity actually helps you more. Yeah, we should uh, also address the the red card that was given to Yamil Assad. Uh, Assad, who's, who's been great for Atlanta as well, another young uh, forward. Yeah, scored their first goal ever, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. And he uh, he got a red card, which didn't make much sense to me. Well, he was listening to Ludacris, and he was throwing bows. <laughs> he, was throwing, he was throwing them bows. Throw them bows. But he, he didn't really catch the dude. Like, I mean, you can't come around that way. That's a red card automatically. You, you have to protect people's heads. Did the other guy fake it? Maybe. I, even if he clipped them, dude, coming around that fast with an elbow? Dude's got like those real he pointy did, elbows. He did try to do My like, wife got those, and at night she jazzed me with it. Wakes <laughs> me up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he he did like a, like almost like a defensive lineman like swim move. The swim move. Yeah, over, yeah, yeah. Over. Like I, he threw his arm over the dude's shoulder, yeah, and he and, clipped and, him with the, with the elbow. Cli- I mean, clips, it seems like an ex- excessive word. I mean, he grazed. You know, I, if, if you I got great, if I got grazed by a bullet, I wouldn't say I got shot. You know what I'm saying? Duh, I would be <laughs> screaming. I'd have them carry me around in a casket. Are you kidding me? Grazed? He got grazed by an elbow. Ah, dude, he took a bow to the head. You can't do that. You got to protect the player's head. Red though. I mean, it, you best protect your head. You best protect your head. <laughs> Woo, kind of said it. You know. So yeah. Uh, I didn't really agree with it, but I, I understand. Uh, it, it, it did seem a little bit excessive from the ref, though. That, that's just my opinion. I, I disagree with Christian. I think that was a straight red every time, and there's nothing you can do but about th- it. Th- that happened in what, almost like the 76th or 77th minute. Uh, and for the rest of the match, for for Atlanta to still hold, you know, not and give they up any back. No, no, no. They it was two two at this point, but they didn't give up. No, any- I meant, I meant they 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 were able to come back. They they show them. They show that. What is it? I I don't know what it is. They, that they, grit. That yeah, that grit. That that um. Well, no, they were they were up. They were up uh two two to one. The Villalba goal happened a, a, a couple seconds after the the second uh, the second half began. Uh, oh, is that true? Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought they came back. Well, but, but this is the thing. Atlanta was, uh, I think they, they had a, a game plan because it was uh, Chris Mavinga, the, the the center back, was getting beat all the time. But Villalba was just burning him every single yeah. time. So it was it was like, you know, when you, when in, in NFL, when you, there's a corner that you know you can beat all the time. The just keep, court, like, that. Just yeah, keep yeah, going yeah. to him. So they kept going to Villalba uh, I, because he was always just beating Mavinga. Mavinga got subbed off a, after the second goal. So uh, uh, like whatever the game plan was, they just circled Mavinga and be like, yo, go after Mavinga. You know, you know what to do. Uh, <laughs> we're going after one person, one person only. <laughs> but I, it also goes to show that they're they're doing the things that not every other team is doing. I don't know that every other club, uh, you know, does that for their for uh, for for their, you know, or does that in preparation of, of a match. Sure, like a lot of a lot of clubs use the arsenal way, which is no, we're going to play our game mm-hmm. and we're just going to be better than them. We don't have to focus on them. And Tata is like, no, no, no. I want to know who who we're playing against yeah, yeah. and who can we attack. And I think that's really, really sharp, really, yeah. really smart. So I'm, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, even the fact that they don't have Joseph Martinez, they don't really, they haven't really slowed down at all. So that's a good no, sign. No, but they are missing him, and uh, of course. you know, we we hope that and he- and his and his deep stares into the crowd every time he scores. They all have like the, the Viaba has like the same body type, like Jack. He's got the hair up at the top. Mm-hmm. Looks like an anime character. They all look <laughs> really intimidating. It's wild. Yeah, they all go to the same stylist, the yeah. same barber. They're doing fine. And let's we didn't find out. Let any Atlanta United fans listening, let us know which which hip hop star rang the bell. They rang a bell 
Or was this not a home match? No, this was at Toronto. There you go. Never mind. Was Drake there? Was any of the OVO members there? Yeah, why? You know, Drake goes to Toronto uh, Raptors matches. Why doesn't he go to Toronto FC? He's fucking up. Bro. Come on, homie. It's a fan base out there. How about next album, More Soccer? How about that? Instead of More Life. (laughs) All right. So next up, let's uh, let's talk about Sporting Kansas City against Colorado. Uh, another, uh, this was a national, uh, nationally televised match. This was, uh, this was the, the someone night. should have told Tim Howard. Someone, he didn't, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say he didn't show up, but, uh, no, no, that it was televised that maybe he oh, could because- watch his mouth. <laughs> Dirty boy. So this was, uh, this was a, a good game, but sporting Kansas city, we all know they are demolished them by the way. They did. Uh, but I guess I, I didn't expect them to be this sort of dominant. Uh, because no, they didn't play that well all, all the all the rest. Well, of the season. at least offensively, because they, uh, I, I think already this season they've given up the fewest goals. Uh, the the keeper Tim Millie has been just you know uh, standing on his head uh, yeah. to some degree, uh, and they obviously uh, Sporting Kansas City won three to one. Yeah, Sinovic getting his first regular season goal in history in, in his career. That's right, which is wild because I think he scored two really big ones in the last playoffs. Okay. Or playoffs two years ago. That's right. They, they yeah. mentioned that in the broadcast. Yeah. Uh, but they, we got goals from uh, uh, Gerso and, and Dwyer as well. Right. Uh, Gerso's goal uh, couldn't have happened without Dom Dwyer. Dom Dwyer was... Had, yeah, he was all over this match. He was on fire this he game. Took, he took hold of this entire match. Yeah. And I wonder if that's their game plan moving forward. It's 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 interesting because uh, sometimes I watch, especially strikers like this, I, you know, watching David Villa, watching watching Dwyer, watching the, the, these players that are... That are um, they have a, a, a big set of skills, you know. Yeah. Uh, I have a set of skills. You know? <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> so, but Dom Dwyer, uh, for when every time I watch him, I occasionally see him do something stupid. You know. I mean, that's the rub against players like him that look like they have the skill to play in the Premier League, but then they don't. They just, they like yeah. Champions level or what Championship they level just, or not. They, they're occasionally they'll just do something so dumb. And like, why yeah. are you trying that? They're just not consistently great. Exactly. And then, but Dom Dwyer. Uh, and he did this a lot in the first half where he just made a couple just dumb decisions or trying to be a little too flashy. He just- made some dumb decisions. <laughs> okay. Like we said, we we gave you fair warning. Yeah. You, yeah. you could have shut it off. You might have enjoyed the first part. <laughs> you may not be enjoying you, this. So this is at this point, this is on you. Yeah. Listener. Yeah. This is on you. This is your fault. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> because you you continuing, we see the numbers of these downloads. Yeah. You're continuing to support this. Yeah. All yeah. Right? You're encouraging In fact, this you're telling more people about it. <laughs> so thank you. Christian does not thank you. <laughs> but Dom Dwyer, uh, he had that incredible play that that uh uh he received the ball center of the half uh uh he basically he kind of did like a weird turn but like the defender was just like where where'd he go yeah he basically he, it was almost like he passed it to himself around the player yeah you know he just redirected the ball but he 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 just the the, the defender was coming towards him he passed it around him and just went around the defender it was a great move and really yeah. made the defender look very very bad which is hilarious <laughs> uh and he made one pass and then i, I forgot exactly who passed it to gerso and gerso with a great goal obviously we know he's left-footed and he went short corner uh a small amount of space to get this goal it, it takes the biggest balls in the world <laughs> to shoot at this because first of all not only is it tim howard you know what i mean the national team uh keeper and he's one of those guys that doesn't give up uh you know a short post yeah. or a near post goal like that but there was such a small amount and the angle was the impossible angle was really hard so he, he and he hit it with the outside of his left foot and power with power to the short corner the near side it just a t- uh, tough shot 
why take this shot? You, yeah. Any everybody knows you shoot this with your right foot and you try to go around the keeper with right. your right Curl foot. Curl it. Curl it. Harry Kane, the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but no, I, and it looked amazing. It was a great goal. Uh, a lot of people, uh, I saw this on Twitter, and this happens obviously in, uh, at Kansas City. But the uh, the the confetti that falls on the keeper, yeah. which is, I mean, the embar- you already got scored on, and now right. you have to get showered in in, in, in blue, in blue, yeah. <laughs> in blue confetti, in blue and paper. it also sits. Right at your at your net. I kind of think that's one of the things that I love about soccer. It's like I, even back in Toronto days when they used to do the streamers, that you just keep playing. Yeah, there's like garbage bags on the pitch. <laughs> there's like those shopping bags are blown by. You just keep playing. Doesn't, like they say, soccer is babies, and they're this and they're that. Look at this. There's confetti everywhere. You just keep playing. But doesn't can't you s- slip on the confetti? Isn't but, that a possibility? I mean, you're wearing. You're wearing studs on the bottom. Of I mean, your they boots. must know this. They must. The MLS must be okay with this if they're not stopping it. Yeah. But to me, but there's so much confetti that it just seems like if you slip on a save, and, you know, and it goes in, wouldn't you be furious? Yeah. It yeah, just, for sure. <laughs> it just seems like it's something they shouldn't do. But. I would love if they, they're like, oh, you know, instead of confetti, we don't want to offend anyone. So from now on, we're going to spray oil. We're just <laughs> going to put oil everywhere. It's kind of like a cartoon. It's going to be bit. Crisco. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. So good luck, goalkeepers. <laughs> Only in the away section. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but overall, game was uh, interesting. A couple things that did happen afterwards. And we had a... a, 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 a Ringo, uh, Mr. Ringo, who, uh, who who had tweeted at me, he's an Atlanta United yeah. uh, supporter. Uh, I th- I believe he's in Footy Mob as well. I think he's the guy for Footy Mob. Is he the Footy yeah. Mob guy? Right. Okay. So he uh he mentioned he was like uh, so his uh, Twitter is uh, the Ringo Show. Uh, he mentioned uh, what did Dom Dwyer and uh, Tim Howard. Uh, say to each other. Yeah. Just, just to sort of guess what they said to each other uh, after the match. Because that Dom Dwyer went up to Tim Howard, shake his hand. Tim Howard put a finger in his face. Well, it looked like it was kind of amicable at first, but then Howard said something first. Yeah. Yeah, Howard put a, a finger in his face, and then Dom Dwyer said something, and Howard walked away, and Dom was like, don't walk away. Get your ass back here. Be like, be a man and come back here. And boy, did Howard come back. And then they <laughs> kind of separated after that. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. It didn't seem like anything happened during the match that that would suggest like you know they they, they should be angry with each other. I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, the only thing I can think is uh, uh, Dom Dwyer did that backflip after the goal. Now you know what it is is that he was just stunting on him. You could tell he was like, "Oof, bad one for you today." Something like that. That had to be what happened. And uh, you know, Tim Howard is uh, pretty famously an angry guy after losses. Yes. Yeah. So I, he's just one of those guys that's like, don't talk to him. Don't talk to him if he loses. Certainly don't talk to him disrespectfully. I still side with Dwyer. I'd be that guy. I'd be like, man, if I said something, I said it. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is where we are now. I said it. You know what I mean? You have to be that way. And if you're Doms, I've said this before, strikers, they're like the wide receivers. They have to have all of the confidence in the world. I think Dom was just like, oh, I'll see you at the World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. 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 Howard maybe did. Bastion Schweinsteiger was like, are these? Are these the ones you're talking about? Are we playing them right now? So, uh, So on top of that, so there was a... Uh, uh, another okay. So this is interesting now, and the, now it's getting to like almost conspiracy level. Right. So I had um, on our Instagram, we we follow a supporting Kansas City supporter called Real Ski Cast. Right. And he was he's a season ticket holder, and he sits 
uh, just behind the goal, just behind the goal. Uh, and he was, th- th- we have this video of, uh, the sporting Kansas city fans kind of yelling at, you know, like, as you do with uh, keepers, you kind of like ribbing, like ribbing. And they're basically, a lot of the fans are like, boo, Tim Howard, go back to Colorado, blah, which blah, is blah. not that bad. Not- go back to Colorado. Not a big deal. This is yeah. after they're already losing. Obviously, uh, Tim Howard's uh, you know a little frustrated. If he was mad at Dom, he, he was. It was obviously a break, or like maybe there was action on the other end, like maybe a goal kick or a corner. Correct, because he was taking a sip of um, Gatorade just past the touchline. So he's he's actually out of goal, yeah. and uh, he's wiping his face down with a towel. And it was after the confetti had been popped. Yeah, so you could see confetti. So it was probably something in the sixty, like the late sixties. Yeah, right, uh, time wise. And uh, they're going to go back to Colorado. You suck. It's all light, you know, family friendly. Yeah, not a big deal. Until Howard is like, oh, you want to turn it up? <laughs> we going to turn it up. So uh, so the person who so this is why this is interesting. So uh, what Tim Howard did say was go fuck your mother, <laughs> Yeah, which yeah. is uh, I, maybe I should have said warning. I'm about to say oh, a horrible thing right whatever. now, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, you, <laughs> again, we see the downloads of the podcast. You this is your fault. Yeah, they clearly you don't <laughs> care if we go clean here. So he did say that he said, go F your mother uh, to the fans. And people were like, all right, well, that, they were upset. Obviously, the fans were upset afterwards. But the reason this is getting a little weird is that. I uh, I went to I saw this video and I downloaded it just to make sure I had it. Yeah. And then I went back on Instagram to yeah. find real ski cast and I cannot find real ski cast. I don't know. Their username is gone. <laughs> the MLS NSA got it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so now next. So I have this video. I don't even know if we should repost it because it's not our video. I, I, I don't want to repost it without any consent. Did he change his name? I don't know. I just I. I feel like maybe I maybe I wrote down the wrong name. Maybe you dreamt this up. No, but you saw the video. You, you I have seen the video, <laughs> but maybe you were there. <laughs> so this is uh kind of kind of trippy and weird. So we don't know uh, uh where this we we know this video is real because we ha- I have it on my phone. Uh, but the person who posted it, I don't know what their user account is. I I know I wrote it down, and, and I wanted to get I wanted to ask them if we could uh, repost it if that was okay. Uh. But yeah, I, I don't know if we will be able to reach them ever. So anyway, so that's what happened. So kind of shocking. Tim Howard did do that. This wasn't uh, publicized. It, I think his video didn't get picked up by anything. This is also it, it's also it's pretty ridiculous for Tim Howard to do this. He doesn't need to do this, but we do know that he has uh, Tim Howard has Tourette syndrome. Yeah, uh, and we know he's known to say bad words. Uh, yeah, but this was in times of stress. This yeah. was probably the calmest Tourette's <laughs> explosion ever. I mean, this was no pun there. Yeah, uh, this was just a very simple. He stopped drinking. He looks up. and He's like, hey, <laughs> go F your mother. And it goes right back to just being who he is. And that was I respect both sides of this argument. Yeah, I get where the fans are coming from. You got to give them, you know, you got to try to get them out of their game. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly it worked. And, uh, you know, if you're Howard, if you're Tim Howard, maybe you went too far. You know what I mean? And I've been there before. Yeah. We all have things, you know, we say things we might regret from time to time. I have not on this podcast ever. (laughs) Not once. Not once. Well, that's just, you know, I live without regrets. (laughs) You know, I don't have that part of me. I'm a sociopath. Sure. Uh, I love your no regrets tattoo as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty dope. uh, I got it during uh, a Vin Diesel fest. (laughs) (laughs) 
which we'll, we will be hosting. Yeah, we're also going to host. Yeah, they're definitely not part of the Tribeca Film Festival. No, it's uh, part of the Harlem Film Festival. So, uh, yeah. So maybe we'll post this video. This is a very real video. If anybody personally wants to see it, just tweet at me. I'm yeah. sure I can send it to you. DM it or something. And send us your address. We'll send you stickers as well. Yeah. That's right. Also. Okay. So uh, a couple other games that we wanted to talk about. Uh, real quick. Uh, yeah. Philadelphia against uh, Portland. Portland Timbers, obviously... Uh, probably best i think it's safe to say best team in the league right now yeah uh they are they are scoring a bunch they are not giving up many they uh and they and overall they're doing it in the in in the sexiest of ways but absolutely and so, also the least amount of long balls in the league huh okay how about that Cal- caleb porter has found a way to go more direct but still keep that porter ball that he likes to play well it's interesting because you know portland doesn't necessarily have any speedsters you know they're well they got nagby they have nagby but up front they don't really have anybody that's just gonna out adi's not gonna outrun anybody no no but i Adi mean he plays that false nine kind of center forward Adi target will, man if you will. adi will mush you out of the way yeah yeah so well what's his name dowell or powell powell, uh, powell. yeah <laughs> they should put those like little starbursts around the pow and powell that dude is mushing dudes left and right he is no joke so yeah it seems like the 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 uh, sort of identity of Portland this season is is to, I, I mean, to be tougher. I mean, like that's probably the yeah best way to put it because when we think of Portland, we think of what Portlandia. We yeah. think of vegans, right? Think of yes, just uh, people free range, free. Uh, you know, free range shoes, <laughs> you know, uh, nothing, you yeah. know, no preservatives. You know, I bought my my so my girlfriend was vegan for a long time, and I bought sorry I, to hear that. I, I bought <laughs> I bought her vegan shoes from Tom's. Oh boy, and it was a good purchase, was it? Yeah, I'll take your word Comfy for it. Comfy vegan shoes. Well, my wife's birthday is tomorrow, and I will not be getting her vegan shoes because I don't want her throwing them at me. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get her like the the, the clothing lady. Gaga wore to the yeah, to yeah. Yours. I'm getting her. I'm getting her shoes literally made out of meat. <laughs> you got two days to use this. <laughs> Otherwise, it's gonna stink up the house. Yeah. <laughs> stink shoes. Yeah, <laughs> so, so stupid. I'll do it myself one way or another. So, uh, Philadelphia uh, having a rough season. They are not. They have not. I, they haven't won. I. They. they I think they drawn. We got to get Marissa Pillow back on. Yeah. See what's going on? Explain yourself, Marissa. Yeah. Come uh, on, Marissa. <laughs> because Philadelphia, I think they had a lot. Lot of high hopes you know they made they made that that rap video for oh, to introduce the new the new kits that embarrassing rap video uh the the, the migos uh, yeah. parody they got uh, bedoya they brought on yewu uh is marisa do still there i don't think he is i think he is is he yeah so i mean they've got they've got some pieces but it looks like they're missing that burrito Denver. Yeah, that's no. right. Yeah, <laughs> they need to get their ass in Chipotle. Go scouting in Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Offensively, they look like they don't have much going on. Yeah, uh, you know, they they had a lot of high hopes for Rosenberry, who uh, uh, who I think they're even looking at maybe for U.S. call up. I think his name was being thrown around, things yeah. like that. Uh, but offensively. Yeah, they don't. They don't have many real options. I they don't need know that service. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a bit of a, a concern. Uh, I I think the the, the a couple of things that were interesting. They the, the goal, um, the 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 penalty that they gave up. Uh, yeah. from uh, Maddox, who was uh, just who obviously pretty fast and was outrunning. I forgot I forgot who the defender was, but 
this seems to be uh, well actually it was the keeper the keeper was the one that uh no I, i'm i'm getting uh but he, he the defender misplayed the ball yeah, that, yeah that, the sure. reason it happened at, yeah. at all uh andre blake yes he did follow him uh, yeah. it, like right on the edge of the box but this seems to be uh a bit of a concern as far as like uh when it comes to i don't know maybe if it's an athleticism thing like philly just looks a little i don't know tired or, or uh it, it seems like they just can't they can't go the full 90 minutes well it's also just one of those things that like when you don't have that creativity in the final third you get gassed you know you're you're behind the ball you're chasing the ball the whole match yeah i mean it's a tough way to play overall like the the i mean portland it's it's tough to be like you philly is is having a you know a horrible year yeah when they're playing i mean they played a good team uh like i I really nagby uh it's like coming into his own this year he's finally you know he got his first goal well he's also going to the left he's not central anymore sure and and uh I, i think his confidence is definitely up after you know a couple good matches for for the U.S. I mean, I, I think he's he's becoming more of, of a leader on yeah, on this sure. team. And I love the goal that he scored. I love I love that style of goal because it, and it's it's the, it's the goal of running across the face of the goal right from on, on the edge of the box right and uh, instead of uh, like curling the ball uh, to the far corner you. You hit it near side on the ground, and this yeah. is and Ibrahimovic did this early on in the Premier League season, right? Because the keeper is following the play, so the keeper is sort of feigning to the left. Yeah, so you sort of surprise him by shooting directly into the right. Exactly. So what he did was, uh, and this almost happens all the time because anytime you go across the face of goal, the, logically you think they they're probably gonna curl the ball they're trying to curl the ball well yeah by the way but not only that the ball is also traveling in the momentum that you can curl it very easily because it's already rolling exactly and he what he did was obviously uh uh, hit it to the near side on the ground and what happens almost all the time is that the ball goes in it nutmegs whoever is whoever's covering you the defender yeah because they want they they think you're going to curl the ball so they extend their leg very far apart and you would Kind of, I, I sort of hope that more people would take this shot in the MLS because you don't see it very often. Yeah, but you also see a lot of those shots where they sort of get ricochet and you're like, oh, why'd you shoot right into the other, into the defender? So, you know, it takes balls. Again, that's another one. Garso and him takes balls to do that. Sure. So, um, yeah, let's wrap this up. What are the, because uh, we got a big interview coming up here. That, that's right. So uh, we we spoke to uh, uh, Alicia Rolls Delgallo from the Orlando Sentinel. So we, we you know, we're, look, we're getting big papers now. Tons. Okay. And people people say- We're not getting paid big paper. <laughs> Pay big paper. Yeah, big paper, meaning oh, money. Oh, well, money. Get, yeah. Getting paid big paper. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. No, but no. what we are doing is getting connected, connected. to big papers. <laughs> big papers, yeah. So maybe Pl- next comes big paper. Plural, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because paper is, on, is the only word that is, is, when you say with the S as plural and, and just without the S. Yeah. Like- Paper, you know what I mean? Like it's a, no. uh, it's it, it's two different words. Paper and papers mean two different things. Like one is one is money and one is newspapers. Do right, you know? but only for us. <laughs> you do get that. Yes. Sorry for that terrible definition yeah. Yeah. and explanation. How bad did you guys want one of my puns there? Huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> so why don't we do this? Uh, what is it? Uh, Orlando beat uh, at New York Red Bull one to nil. That's right. So we talked about uh, we've talked about Orlando and we talk uh, about a bunch of other stuff with Alicia Rose Delgado. She's uh, she's the beat writer for the Orlando uh, for the Orlando Sentinel for uh, you know for Orlando. 
Orlando City, Orlando City B, and the Orlando Pride. Yeah, so, they put out a bunch of articles every day. Uh, so uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? I know we what it's like fifty seven minutes already. Well, we'll take a break. If you're still listening, thank you very much, <laughs> and we'll be back right after this with a great interview. So listen to this. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that first segment. We got the second segment coming right up. First, we just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor. Yeah, all we want, to, all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the, oh, man. That's the big... Look, we're working... We work very hard on this podcast. We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys. And we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well. Yeah, I mean, right now, you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up. So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while you're listening to this podcast, why don't you click on YouTube, the YouTube app? Why don't you put in soccer, cooligans, and just hit that subscribe button? And if you can, hit that little bell, that notification, let you know every time we put up a video. We're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now that's called FIFA the News that we're playing FIFA, and we're seeing, we're having that predict the biggest match. And we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video, and there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny. Exactly. So, uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation little yeah, that's little, it just a little bit is that that hard, <laughs> that's hard. come on we're, so we're just two two little comedians <laughs> yeah. who want a little like too poor i would like some more please <laughs> yeah. some more followers and subscribers on our youtube so yeah. if you can hit the like button comment on some of the videos if you can at the very minimum hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends it would be absolutely amazing yeah we're back baby we're back guys and yeah we were talking about uh new york against orlando yeah uh, uh, just last week and is it a rivalry i'm not so sure it seems to be that way you well know? maybe if NY- they could stop arresting some of our fans <laughs> that'd be kind of nice well, NY- <laughs> yeah nycfc orlando i feel like yeah there's a budding rivalry there yeah that's certainly a chippy a chippy uh, sure. uh match there's a, i mean at the very it's least not a derby we know that for sure at the very least there's a, a rap sheet between <laughs> yeah for sure yeah <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> well here's the thing we we love we love all clubs and we love all mls uh and and to give us a little bit more perspective on uh what's happening in Orlando because even if you hate the club you have to love what's happening over there because absolutely very impressive yeah it's, gotta, it, it's positive for the for the MLS because it's a, it's a great if, if this is the standard for future MLS teams and future MLS stadiums we have something to look yeah look if this is to. what all the expansion sides are going to look like bring them all in <laughs> let's get everyone in here yeah just, let's get Boise FC who it doesn't matter if it's going to be like Orlando because it's absolutely incredible well to give us a little bit more insight from the Orlando Sentinel uh let's bring in Alicia Rose Delgallo hey Alicia Hi, how are you guys doing? Not bad at all. Thank you so much for for being on the show. Yeah, so we, uh, I mean, we we wanted to talk to you because Orlando's obviously got some buzz right now. It's it's it's, it's hot, big time. Yeah. <laughs> Was that? Did you just fall into a fax machine? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's a, I know, a, right? a, a Trader Joe's bag or something. Yeah, yeah. It actually is Jimmy John's bag. Okay. Jimmy John's. All right, <laughs> staying on brand. <laughs> I like it. Are they a sponsor? Are they a potential shirt sponsor for the Pride? No, uh, not yet. Okay, it should be there. Uh, so you you've been in Orlando for a long time. Uh, you know how does it feel? How does it feel to have the entire city uh, sort of looking? I, I I don't know, just in love with the club. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible to have seen the the growth uh, over the past couple of years, and just the love of the love of the team in general and not even just the team, but the entire club, Orlando city, Orlando pride, OCB, it's really turned into more of um, a community thing than I think a lot of people expected. 
Yeah, it, it sort of seems like, uh, you know, when, it, when I hear Orlando, I don't really think of soccer. You think uh, of Disney first. I think of Disney. And then maybe the magic. You know, the Harry Potter ride. You know? yeah. <laughs> Universal Studios. Man, so, everybody wa- loves that Harry Potter ride, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a big one. <laughs> Giles Barnes said that was his first uh, goal when he moved here was to go on the Harry Potter Right. Oh, okay. Really? So now win a cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But yeah, it is, uh, it, it is interesting because, uh, you know, w- w- was this uh, uh, sort of, uh, you know, this passion for soccer uh, always there? You know, we're in New York. We obviously, we, you know, we don't have the, our finger on the pulse of every, you know, the soccer passion in every city. But was this something that was always kind of brewing or was, uh, you know, when, once Orlando City hit or once Orlando got to the MLS, did, did it seem like everyone came out of the woodwork to support this team? Definitely seemed like everyone came out of the woodwork. Um, <laughs> but I think that um, just under the surface, there was a lot of soccer fans in the city already because it's such an international city, such a diverse city. Um, the number one destination for Brazilians is Orlando. So I think there were a lot of soccer fans that didn't have an outlet already, and that kind of contributed to everybody coming out of the woodwork when Orlando City came. Yeah, and I know a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people from England go to Orlando. I've spoken to a lot of people. I've performed out in England, and when you talk to them, they're like, "Have you ever been to Orlando?" I go there all the time, and I'm like, "No, I would have." You know, as New Yorkers, we typically go to Miami. You know, so Orlando didn't seem like a like a main destination for me. I, you know, I'm not a big Disney guy or uh, Orlando Studios or Universal Studios. Alexis is not really. You a... Guys, got to stop. Talking about uh, Disney, there's so much more than that. <laughs> well, see, that's what it was, what we're getting at is it's that that's why we're so Orlando. surprised. Well, it's not. <laughs> no, it's in Kissimmee or Lake Buena Vista. It's like a suburb. Well, if you don't even know and you live there, yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> it's uh, so far. Yeah, you know, uh, there was a a news story. I think it was on a, it was on local news in Orlando about uh, traveling supporters from England. There's a there's a there's an Orlando City supporters group in england right yeah there's actually in a, uh, a couple countries and i know that even the brazil like the brazil facebook page um for orlando city has like more followers than the regular facebook page that's incredible wild so <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely i mean you, the english connection comes from the founders and and co-owner phil rollins and Kay rollins um, from England, and then the majority owner and the CEO are from Brazil. So they came. They started with a hefty base of lifetime, you know, soccer fans. That's incredible. I mean, and the club's been playing well. You guys are in second place right now with what two games in hand? Yeah, you one, know, at least one yeah. or two in hand. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, yeah I think. Uh, I think it was a Columbus has played six. You guys have played four, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, ten to nine. And you know, Atlanta. You know, another uh, another uh, new club. Although, yeah, certainly this year as opposed to last year for you guys, um, or two years ago, I should say. Uh, they've certainly looked incredible. Is there a bit of a rivalry with you and Atlanta? Is that is that something that's budding? It might be too far away, but you guys are close enough yeah. market wise. I mean, it's not just the proximity that they're going to be the only regional rival, but there's also strong ties to Orlando City. Paul McDonough, the director of football operations for Atlanta, used to be Orlando City's GM. And, um, you know, Adrian Heath's son, Harrison Heath, is now with Atlanta. And they also took Mikey Ambrose um, in the expansion draft. There you go. There's a lot of. There's a lot of connections between the two clubs uh, regionally and on the and on the field. 
All right. So, uh, what else have what have you heard about? So, I've, we you know we're we're fans of Kyle Lahren. Kyle Lahren. He's he's incredible, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's always humiliating NYCFC when he gets an opportunity. And he does it while he looks like he doesn't even break a sweat, and it's really <laughs> annoying. If I could be completely honest, but he's obviously a very dominant player, and he's getting a lot of interest, uh, you know, from Europe and just a, just a lot of different clubs. As- but he's been kind of coy lately about it. In the past, he's always been well. No, I'm happy to be here, so on and so forth. But I believe it was an interview he did with Taylor Twelman. He said, well, we'll see what happens. And he kind of had like a smirk on his face. Are you guys hearing anything? When, when was that interview? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Orlando <laughs> Sentinel. I can hear the typewriters going in the background. I did. No, no, no. I did an interview with him in January um, at the during the draft and combine and was that where they were like, day. it looked like you were guys in a in a in a, like a like a booth or like a van kind of thing. No, we had a room. They did like a round table and they brought Kyle in um, and nobody could hear him. So everybody stopped asking him questions. But I had a one on one set up with him afterwards and talked to him about all the, the transfer rumors. And um, Ben did a, did a story that gained quite a bit of traction after where he said um, it's not the right time yet. What is what what does that mean? Because for for he's what, 22, if I'm not mistaken, um, 21, 21, which, yeah. you know, for America, that's considered a rookie everywhere else in the world. You're not certainly, you know, at your peak, your peak would be closer to 27. But at 21, I mean, you're starting to figure out whether you're first team or not. And I know I think it was some Turkish clubs that had come after him. If, not, if I'm not mistaken, Porto had come after him. Is he, you know, is he, I'm sure he's happy to be in Orlando. Clearly the club loves him and needs them. Um, but, you know, for his future, is that something that he's considering? Is that something that maybe the Canadian national team is putting pressure on him? He keeps saying it's not the right time. What does that mean? Is he waiting for a specific club or is he waiting to maybe attain bigger value for Orlando City? I don't think it's, um, I think it's definitely bigger clubs. I don't think he has a specific club that he wants to, but he's definitely, he's not been shy about saying that he will play in the English Premier League one day. Like that's his goal. He plans to be there. It's just a matter of when he's going to be there. So I think what that means is, you know, he's getting overseas interest before he even signed his generation and did this contract with MLS. And he made a decision and he made a commitment to stay here to, de- to develop. And he's in a pretty good spot to do it because they have really great facilities in Orlando, and he has mentioned time and again how much he's learned from Kaká. So if you want a mentor, you know, that's one of the best in the world to learn under. Yeah, you could do much and, worse than Kaká, for sure. <laughs> FIFA yeah. World Player of the Year once, I think, yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. So, so go, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he knows about the interest. He's told me time and again that he just tra- tries to not, um, not worry about it and let his agent deal with everything. He said that he got a few interesting offers and clubs talking to him in the off season, but nothing that really, really sparked his interest to say, okay, like this is the one, this is the time it's time to go. Is it Arsenal? Just tell me it's Arsenal. <laughs> Come on, Arsenal. We could use anything we can get at this point. All right. So uh, speaking of uh, Kaká, uh, any updates on, uh, I know he had a hamstring injury uh, yeah. Any updates on? Uh, I I was what I think four to six weeks or something like that. Is there any 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 progress on, on when he might be coming back? Yeah, it was a six week recovery timeline. He's in week about week four, um, a little more. And so he was last week at training. He was running around doing laps around the field, doing some exercises on the side. He I've been told that he's on track still um, on that six week timeline track. Sometimes if there's a game like in that six week. 
they don't push it with him. So it could end up being, you know, seven weeks. Um, but yeah, he seems to be on track and he stayed in Orlando for his recovery rather than going to Brazil like he's done in the past. Okay. Nice. Okay. It's interesting because after he, uh, after the injury and he got, it was early on in, uh, it was, it was the first match of the season, I believe. Right. Uh, and he, there there was a concern like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to, going to be doom for Orlando, especially because they, you know, they didn't make the playoffs last season, but it seems like, uh, since Kaka has been gone, I, I don't know if that, you know, kind of motivated all the other players, but they've been, they've been incredible. I mean, uh, Orlando's not dominating offensively, but defensively, they look, they look like a completely different team from last season. And obviously the change with, uh, from Heath to, to Christ, uh, I'm, I'm sure had, had a big part to do with that. Yeah, which is also shocking us because we're fans of Christ's former team and defensively <laughs> was, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but like, just imagine me at a gym. Uh, I'm a much bigger guy. Yeah. Just a complete catastrophe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What, what has, uh, what has changed uh, as far as uh, w- with within the players to give them such a defensive edge? Because they look last uh, last match against the Red Bulls, they held a one nil lead. One nil lead. They've done that, I believe, twice, uh, and they've been uh, you yeah. Know, that's kind a of club incredible. that's easy to score, and and yeah. So I guess uh, you know, do they play better without Kaká? You think? No. Okay. I did ask a non-open-ended question, so I deserve that. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't play better without him, but I think they're able and have the um, determination and the depth and the mentality this season to win without him. Uh, but that doesn't mean that he's not needed. And when he's healthy, he's still a massive influence on, on the field. But what you're seeing this year defensively, I mean, Orlando City was a disaster on defense last year. Complete disaster. 60 goals conceded, highest in the league. And that was with Joe Bendick like having a career year and winning save of the week every week basically um so yeah, i think yeah i think the back line was like we're gonna get you a highlight joe yeah like, every we're week. not even trying because <laughs> yeah. you're doing such a good job we don't even have to be out here <laughs> yeah so basically i mean they brought in it was a combination of a few things jason christ like saw that and it really worried with him so in the off season literally the entire focus uh of preseason was defense defending as a whole as the like all 11 players defense 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 that was all they focused on and then he brought in some key pieces and one of those was Jonathan Spector he's been huge he's been incredible Um, yeah and the leadership that he's brought has been even bigger than his on-field performance because that was seriously lacking in the back line last year and the back line last year was continually rotating all the time due to injuries and and no one was really performing that great especially at center back so there wasn't there wasn't anyone really that could stand in the in the back line and say like I'm your guy. Right. And Jonathan Spector has has done that. Yeah, I mean he certainly solidified uh, the, their back line and and their defending is is out of this world. And again, you know you know NY uh, sorry uh, New York Red Bulls are pretty easy about sort of getting around uh, back lines and they have players that can score at any point and you held them uh, mm-hmm. you held them back, which is not not a bad thing at all. It certainly uh, looks good for the future. And uh, speaking for the future, there will come a time where where Kaká won't be there, um, mm-hmm. you know, or even if he comes back, you guys still have other DP slots that are available. Are we hearing anything, rumors of uh, of other players coming in? If you were, if you were the manager, 
So you can answer that first, and then you can answer, if you were the manager, what position do you think needs to be filled? So we don't need specific names. If you'd like to give us, that'd be great, uh, because you would know if anyone knows. <laughs> but uh, just specific uh, positions that you think um, could use a bit more, uh, you know, I don't know, world-class player or leadership. Yeah, I think you're going to have to start looking in the attacking midfield and in the forward position to bring someone in, because... Because Kaka, uh, because uh, you are you saying Kyle Lahren is getting sold to Real Madrid? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Here first. I'm saying that after this season, both of those players, Kyle Lahren and Ka, uh, there's uncertainty surrounding their futures. Sure. So... Are you are you considering running for office at any point? Because I have a feeling you'd be really good. <laughs> yeah. So those positions are given, but actually, um, right now, they're all the DP slots are full right now. Orlando. Oh, yeah. And I know. I heard you say, it. yeah. So you. Oh, I was under the impression that you had a third one available. No, Did Giles they, Barnes they, come in as one? Yes. Oh, that's oh that's okay. Come in. He didn't come in as one immediately, but they they made him one. It oh. was there. They were discussing whether to use Tam on him or give him a DP slot, and they just gave him a DP slot. Okay, but then they they could still pay him down with that Tam because you guys have all that money from all that Tam. I don't know what it would be considered from the from the Molino yeah, sale. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. They was that a, a money. was that a big loss? Was that a big loss for the club? Yeah, I think it was a, a huge loss. He was prepared. Um, they were prepared to use him. He was going to be a big part of of the game this year. So um, some of the movement that you saw closer to the start of the season was because um, he left. Right. Well, he ain't doing nothing in Minnesota, so you guys could probably have him back for cheap. Uh, I mean, he's trying his best. Oh, I mean, God. I, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me rephrase it. He's the only one doing anything <laughs> in Minnesota. Um, tough, tough position for him. All right, so uh, the, the, well, let's get into the NWSL season that's uh, starting mm-hmm. this uh, this weekend. Uh, so the Orlando Pride, obviously uh, a huge signing that, uh, you know, was uh, kind of almost almost historic uh, to some degree. Uh, Marta from uh, from Brazil, which is yeah, uh, another Brazilian on brand. In. Orlando knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is uh, how, how has this sort of been received? How has it been covered? What what's uh, what's sort of the, the, the feeling in Orlando with uh, Marta's uh, arrival? I mean, you can just imagine how it's been received. I don't know if there's any other way to receive it except for pure excitement from soccer fans. Uh, It's not often that you get a five-time World Player of the Year on your team. And they worked really hard over, I was told, the CEO told me that he's been trying to get Marta here. It was his plan all along. When they brought the Pride, when they started the Pride, his plan all along was to bring Marta in. So it was just a matter of when and timing for her and it worked out so it's gotten huge coverage uh nationally um and fans are just i know that the uh ticket sales pride ticket sales and jersey sales spiked immediately after the announcement that's great and morgan alex morgan is coming back correct she is i verified that that was the number one question everybody was asking like are they preparing for a future without alex morgan no she's definitely coming back in the summer and they think that it was really difficult for them to build to kind of build a team around her it was about finding the right pieces to support Alex they said and now with Marta and the other players that they brought in this year they think they've done that and when she gets back her and Marta are just going to compliment each other. I mean, compliment all slash demolish. Yeah, every other yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a highlight reel. If you're into women's <laughs> soccer, that's the team to just 
pay whatever do you guys have like a streaming service where it's just your club uh well it's almost like this is a uh, like a fifa ultimate team when you yeah. kind of like yeah. you're trying to put these players together but, but do is there any worry that maybe they won't complement each other because i know they're both focal points previously i don't think so okay. i think um i think it'll take it might take some time uh when she comes back kind of see how they work best compared to how marta was working um, on her own, but they also have some players in place that Kristen Edmonds really stepped up last year um, as the leading goal scorer for the team. And she received a national team call up like to camp in January. So I'm thinking maybe they try to use her as um, to kind of stimulate Alex a little bit okay, and get that going. Um, that could be an option, but yeah, Tom Sermani said he's really open and fluid uh, in his in his thinking and what he's going to do with Marta, and he's going to sit down and talk to her and ask her what she thinks would be best as well. Because with all her experience, she knows herself best, and and um, they're going to work together. That sounds like a. I mean, I'm, I'm we're going to be looking forward to seeing it. I guess speaking of both the Pride and uh, Orlando City, uh, the the fan base is probably one of the things I think has impressed uh, the entire nation. Uh, you know, the two fill the bowl, uh, you know, sort of uh, projects or, or promotions. They worked really well. As many as a terrible name, by the way, and we joked about it, uh, but it worked. Whatever you got, sixty k, I think, um, in in the old what was at the Sun Sentinel uh, uh, Stadium, Citrus Bowl, right? Citrus Bowl. Right? Uh, no, the, are you talking about the terrible name of the stadium? No, no, the fill the bowl. Pro, it was like hashtag fill the bowl, which, you know, uh. that sounds like someone uh, who ate the fish taco at the wrong place. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but, but you got it. You got 60,000 fans in there. I never heard anyone say that or have, did I ever think that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're not no. from Massachusetts then. <laughs> Come I on. Am. Come on. That, that's gonna... not the first thing you thought when you heard fill the bowl. It is not. Okay. Well, you're hanging out with the wrong people. You need, you need some disgusting human beings around you, Alicia. Come on now. Um, but yeah, so, but you did it. And now we noticed that some of the matches at the new stadium haven't been completely full and it's a smaller stadium. You're at what? 27 K I think is the, 25, um, 25, five. There you go. So, you know, you filled 60 K is there. Is this in a different uh, location? Is what 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 might be the reason why there was sort of a little bit of an attrition there? Um, it's it's in a different location, but not. It's basically three blocks, three four blocks away from the Citrus Bowl, closer to downtown. So I, I pretty similar for anyone going. Um, I think so. The first two home games were completely packed. They were announced sellouts of twenty five thousand five hundred twenty seven. I don't know where those extra 27 people come from. but <laughs> I love they, when they um, do that. It's Fitz 30. There's 44,000 in there. What? Yeah. <laughs> are they in drones? How are they doing that? Yeah. So they've announced that same number um, at the past two home games. And the first two home games were completely packed. It was obvious there were no seats available. But this last one, there were some empty seats. And what I'm thinking is um, so much of the stadium uh, seating is season ticket holders 18,000 of them so if you have season ticket holders that don't show up and don't like decide don't sell their tickets you're gonna you're going to have empty seats that just weren't available so you could have a complete sellout still and if season a couple season ticket holders don't show up you're going to see some gaps yeah and and do you guys have that ticket exchange program because i know nycfc put in the same thing because the same thing was happening yeah okay cool yeah they do but i had a friend like i had a friend um trying to get last minute tickets and said that there were absolutely none on StubHub close to the game uh, start time. And I said, that's impossible. There were so many empty seats. So I think just some people didn't show up and didn't post their tickets. 
That's wild. It's interesting. It's almost, it almost seems like twenty five thousand is too seating is too small. Like I, I like guarantees you a sellout though. Sure. Yeah. Smart move. Well, it is because they averaged over thirty two thousand last year. Yeah. Yeah. So the tickets that are available because it all right. So you have eighteen thousand season ticket holders. You have at least four thousand, probably more, in the supporter section. That doesn't leave you many single game tickets to sell. And how has the the safe standing? Has that been fine? Any incidents besides when NYCFC fans go down there? Are there any <laughs> incidents with the safe standing? Because I, I, the whole world is watching. No, there hasn't been anything so far. It's been great. All I know is that the purple smoke they're letting out um, was super thick the first in the opening match and completely like drowned Joe Bendik. You couldn't even see him at all. Yeah, yeah, that was actually pretty cool though. I mean, you know, you watch some yeah. of these matches like in Turkey and you're like, well, I'm watching clouds uh, because just like you yeah. don't know what's happening. But it was kind of cool to see it's, that, especially that for a, an American. Is that a nebulous? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that does not look safe. <laughs> yeah. And that stinks. Those, those smoke bombs stink, by the way. Um, so, I mean, look, everyone loves what's going on and, you know, we just, uh, we would love if you guys would start losing a bit more. Yeah. Um, cool. That would help us all out. Uh, <laughs> is there anything you want to plug? Is there anywhere where people can find you? Yeah. Um, so all my stuff every day, I go to training every day. I'm at every media access. We get up about two to three stories and, and a lot of videos each, each day. So all of that is on orlandosentinel.com. And you could also follow me on Twitter at OS Alicia D. And I tweet out the majority of my, my stories there as well. Awesome. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? It's Delgallo. Uh, kind of. Yeah, that works. Del right. Gallo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. If you were Latina, I'd be Del Gallo. Yeah, we weren't sure. But I'm not. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. That's why I didn't say it that way. All right. Perfect. Well, listen, uh, are you are you planning on coming up to New York anytime soon? Are you following the club when they move, when they go on uh, away matches? Yep. I'll be there for, what, what is it, the last weekend of, in April? Ah, very cool. Well, hey, we yeah, got to get might, you on the show. Yeah, we might bump into you. We'll, uh, we'll be there as well. We'll get in some of those Orlando Sentinel videos. Huh? <laughs> I'm sure that's yeah. exactly what they want. I <laughs> do like, Facebook Live after every game, so you guys can guest star in that uh, we'll have to come find you absolutely well thank you so much for being on the show everyone check out Orlando Sentinel and uh, go follow uh, Alicia on uh, Twitter if you, especially if you're an Orlando City fan and I don't know how to say that in Brazilian uh, to yeah. speak to all those Orlando well, City there's fans no, there's, there's, no, there's no such language as Brazilian uh, well, so. you know what I mean Portuguese <laughs> obrigado I guess is what I'm saying uh, whatever I'm an idiot thank you so much for, uh, for being on with us Alicia thank you again alright thanks for having me alright guys we'll be right back after this Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Quick break here. I just want to tell you a little bit about On the Volley Apparel. You've heard it so many times. Some of you actually went out and bought some of the gear. It's absolutely incredible. Once again, my favorite hoodie I've ever had in my entire life. Great gear. They make great stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Big I, fan of the podcast as well. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they make uh, yeah, soccer-inspired clothing. Look, you've heard us talk about it before. You've seen uh, you've seen us wearing uh, some of the clothing on, on our videos. Yeah, we're always wearing it on the videos. Uh, it's great stuff. It's it's. It, urban inspired it is hip-hop it's a little hood it's, it's a, little a little soccer but it's all dope super high quality very comfortable and not very expensive and it's even less expensive exactly. because you listen to us exactly so if you uh if you use the promo code cooligans uh you'll receive uh 30 percent off uh, that's incredible that's a hot deal Come on now. Hot deal. So make sure you use the promo code COOLIGANS. Look, they uh, right before the MLS season, there's a lot of new uh, uh, apparel, uh, you know, coming out. Sure. So you can, you can check it out there. And they got a whole bunch of new designs and stuff coming out. And again, get their hoodies, get their sweatshirts. They're incredibly comfortable. They got cool t-shirts. They got like three-quarter length sleeves. They even got stuff for the ladies. They have stuff for, they have, they have stuff for uh, actual gameplay. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They, they have, so listen, if you didn't get something for your girl on Valentine's Day... Hustle up, 
get something, you get yourself 30% off, make her feel a little better at the end of the week when you get that shipment. And look what I got you. It's on the volley. And they're like, yo, isn't this the same thing Alexis and Christian wear? And then you're like, what, you watching them when I'm not around? And then you can have an argument because how much the girl loves us. You sort that out, yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, we're not trying to ruin any relationships. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. We're too pretty. (laughs) But make sure, go to onthevalleyapparel.com, onthevalleyapparel.com, and uh, and use the promo code COOLIGANS, and you'll get 30% off. 3-0, 30% off. It's a great deal. So uh, do that right now. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, that was cool. Wasn't huh? that fun? Right? We got, a, we got a nice big podcast for you guys. So we got an interview. Um, if you like what we're doing, uh, let us know. You know, tell your friends. Um, you heard about On the Volley and you heard about our, our YouTube. That would be great. Um, and I know a lot of you guys have done this so far. You've left five-star reviews for us. That's amazing. Um, if you haven't already, if you're listening to this and you've not left a five-star review, please do that. On and, iTunes. Yeah, on iTunes. And, and say something nice. Put some, put a little something nice in there. Yeah. You know? Give them a little squirt, squirt, bang, bang. That's right. And, be you know, say... Put, leave five stars Leave a nice review And also be like Say hi to your mother for me Yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Give him a little Give him a little uh, <laughs> say, hi the, say hi to the family Yeah yeah well, Yeah I think that'd be Very nice of you to do And don't forget Come to New York Fest That's right April 23rd uh, 8am to 5pm We will be there all day uh, You know A lot talk, of surprise guests lots, Big names Surprise guests There's gonna be A lot of smack talk we're oh, all Between the teams We're gonna be uh, uh, Yeah We're gonna just uh, Inciting up We're gonna incite a riot That's, uh, what, that's what we're here for <laughs> So Come out to that That's gonna be dope uh, Thank you so much For listening my name is Alexis Guerreros. My name is Christian Polanco. Together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!